6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of SFM Sports Wrap. This is the uh, Monday edition indeed, so we'll be talking football in the PSL radio show. Segunjalo, yes, and it's a very busy show. In the sense, the Bitvest Vits and Mamalodi Sundowns are playing as we speak. It is a top-of-the-table clash. It's not quite a winner-takes-all match, but certainly will go a long way, I feel, in determining the outcome of the Absa Premiership title. At the moment, though, uh, we, it's, it's thrilling uh, between these two sides. Get details on that later in the show, and we'll catch up with somebody at the game. Uh, we'll also catch up with sports writer Spongusani uh, Gumbi of uh, Citizen. Find out uh, his take on the teams that find themselves struggling towards the bottom of the Absa Premiership standing. So top and bottom we'll cover today. Plus, we'll talk to Ayanda Kaba, Orlando Pirates defender. That's all coming up on the show now. But let's focus on some sports news and starting off with this uh, uh, football match on this Workers' Day. I hope the day has treated you well, though. Mamalodi Sundowns aiming for their sixth consecutive uh, league win. They want to consolidate their place atop the Absa Premiership standings in a match currently underway. But indeed, it is Bidvest Fritz who lead by a goal to nil Mutswari with the goal. Earlier, Cape Town City stumbled in the title race as they lost 1-0 at uh, top 8 hopefuls Maritzburg United this afternoon. Playmaker Kurt Lenkis decided matters uh, in the 84th minute at the Harry Gwala Stadium. Meanwhile, Amajita had to alter their FIFA Under-20 World Cup preparations as they were forced to play an uh, alternate opposition during their training camp in Europe. Amajita were initially scheduled to face Feyenoord, Ajax Amsterdam and Pex Vola in practice matches, but instead found themselves travelling to Germany where they played VfL Bochum in a makeshift plan on Saturday. They face a select side from Amsterdam tonight at 8 before taking on Pixvola at 6 tomorrow night. Further afield, Watford entertained Liverpool at Vicarage Road in the Barclays Premier League tonight. Watford defender Craig Cathcart is a doubt owing to a knee problem while Yunus Kabul, Roberto Pereira and Mauro Sarate all remain sidelined. Liverpool midfielder Adam Lallana though has returned to training, could be involved for the first time since suffering a thigh injury on England duty five weeks ago while Daniel Sturridge returns from a hip problem. Rugby news, Crusaders lock Sam Whitelock has been suspended for two weeks for striking an opponent during his side's 48-21 win over the Cheetahs on Saturday. Whitelock will miss the Crusaders' final game in South Africa against the Bulls on Saturday, as well as their home match against the Hurricanes on May the 13th. Uh, cricket news, I can tell you that Pakistan are 36 without loss in reply to the West Indies' first innings 312 in the second test at Kensington Oval in uh, Bridgetown, Barbados. Uh, meanwhile, match 39 of the 2017 Indian Premier League, rising Pune supergiant find themselves 9 for 2 in reply to the Gujarat Lions, 161 all out in Pune. Imran Tahir was a 3 for in that first innings. And earlier, the Mumbai Indians beat the Royal Challengers Bangalore by 5 wickets in Mumbai, chasing 163 for victory. The home team reached 165 for 5 with one ball remaining. Golf news, Australia's Cameron Smith claimed his maiden PGA Tour title playing with his partner Jonas Blixt in the Zurich Classic. Smith rolled in a birdie putt on the fourth hole of sudden death to seal victory over Kevin Kistner and Scott Brown a short while ago in a Monday playoff after a rather sensational finish to yesterday's fourth round which saw Kistner hole out for an eagle in near darkness on the 18th. Just finally in boxing uh, IBF, WBA and IBO heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua is eager for a rematch with the Ukrainian Vladimir Klitschko following the pair's thrilling fight at Wembley on Saturday. Joshua defeated the uh, 41-year-old Klitschko after 11 rounds to extend his winning streak to 19 fights and hand Klitschko his fifth loss a clause in the contract allows the beaten fighter to ask for a rematch, but Klitschko said he would take some time before making a decision. And that's your sports news. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now there's plenty of action on the way and underway currently in the uh, Absa Premiership of 
of course, Big Best Blitz and uh, Mamalodi Sundowns going head-to-head currently. There's a match earlier today as well between Mountsburg United and Cape Town City. But this weekend has been uh, chock-a-block with fixtures and a couple of really important results that began on Friday when, of course, uh, Mamalodi Sundowns themselves beat uh, Golden Arrows 2-0 to jump to the top of the Absa Premiership standings. But uh, more important to result at the bottom of the standings certainly was Highlands Park going down to Big Best Blitz, a result which saw the back of Gordon Eggerson, this coach, on the line to talk more about some of the weekend's results. We've got uh, Spungusani Gumbi, uh, sports writer at the Citizen Newspaper. Uh, Spungusani, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, good evening to you, Dwayne, and to your listeners as well. And thanks for having me. Uh, good to chat to you. Now, let's talk about that huge result for, for Bidvis Blitz, obviously keeping pace with Sundowns at the top of the standings for their 2 0 win over Highlands Park. But it's a result which, as I say, saw the, the back of Gordon Nickerson as coach over the weekend yeah. for, for Highlands Park. But from a, a relegation perspective, just how serious and significant is this for Highlands Park with four games to go? Um, it, 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 it's a huge blow, Dwayne, because um, they really hoped when when Cornelius came that it was going to change things. Because if you look at it, they, they got him early. They, they were not in any relegation danger at the time, but they could see the signs that uh, the team was not adapting well to PSL. And they wanted somebody with PSL experience, and they felt Alan Freeze well, I did not have that. So they brought Cornelius in early, but it, it doesn't seem to have worked because um, the team has never really moved up out of the bottom place. They've always been there. 15, 16, the, the highest of corner, I think, was 14 at some point. So um, it was bound to happen that they, they, maybe they needed uh, somebody with fresh ideas to, to come and try and, and motivate the players to try and jump. Because we, we know that at this time of the season, you don't really need tactics or anything. You just need somebody that's going to motivate the players to go out there and fight. And in South Africa, we know the players usually uh, play better under a new coach. They find new inspiration. We don't know how. It's something that maybe we need to, to, to delve upon one day because, um, it's surprising me because we might see that the new coach will come in and the team will suddenly move off the bottom because they are not really that deep in it because it's just two, one point with Baroka, two point with three sisters. So it's, 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 it's an interesting scenario down there yeah. because any team, even from number eight, can still go down. So it's nobody, no, not half of the PSL is not safe. Yeah, indeed. It is very tight near the bottom of the standings. But uh, just yesterday, obviously, Baroka FC, for the second time in a week, let a one-goal lead slip against the team. They let it happen against Pirates midweek, and they let it happen against Bloemfontein Celtic. But for Bloemfontein Celtic, they'd be smiling because they now find themselves at least a, a step further away from the uh, the relegation zone. But for Baroka FC, that's effectively four points given away in, in, in late on in these games? Yes, and it's surprising because against Pirates would understand that maybe they got overexcited because it was a big scalp for them. They think Pirates was something big, so maybe the players got a little bit overexcited. But against Bloemfontein Celtic, they know that the relegation scrap, they know they've got to win that game by all means. They are home, and it's um, one of the last few games they have at home, and it's advantage to them. And they've already taken the lead. You'd expect that they go and want an insurance goal or even just pack the bus and make sure that they concentrate full 19 minutes. But then again, with 8 minutes to go, they concede it, which really is like shooting themselves on the foot because that is going to cost them. The four points they've just lost, they'll always remember them if, if, if they don't um, survive relegation this season. Yeah, I think it's no surprise, though, that we see the two sides that were promoted from the APSA, uh, from the National First Division to the APSA Premiership are at the bottom currently of the APSA Premiership. But... 
There are other teams that are really struggling, and both uh, on Saturday, Chipper United and Free State Stars found themselves losing by two goals to one in their respective matches. That's 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 a big impact for Free State Stars, losing out to Bulawayo City, playing at home, and for Chipper United, losing to uh, Orlando Pirates away from home. Yeah, man, you know, um, Free State Stars, I feel sorry for them, because we all know what the situation was. The team was almost sold. Um, the Nguyenas wanted to cash in, sold the players because they were apparently not part of the deal, sold all their best players. And they had to scramble for players towards the start of with just a week to the season starting. And then it's, it's never really worked because um, at some point, uh, like when Ceramere took over, there was a hope that they could uh, survive because um, there was that new rhythm in the team. You could see the players that their shoulders up. And you could see that they were playing better, but then I don't know what happened. The results are not coming anymore. Uh, perhaps the Netten Cup run um, did uh, shift their focus a little bit, I don't know, because after the Netten Cup, everything's been the same. They've lost to Sundown, and they've, they've lost almost every game since then, with just a draw in between. So it's not good, not looking good for them either. Well, Spokesini Gumbi, time is against us, but thank you very much for your time this evening, and uh, go and enjoy what remains of uh, Vits against Sundowns. Thank you, same to you, man. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Let's talk about that uh, match first against Sundowns. It's uh, now 20 to 7 on SFM, uh, but it's leading by a goal to nil. We've got Jonty Mark, the uh, Pagati editor, who's at the stadium. Jonty, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, I've just seen Dane Clayt walking into the tunnel. Is that a substitution or don't, has he got a card? That's why uh, it's good to be on the show. It's, uh, it's a second yellow card today, Slayton. Oh. Just seconds or minutes after Farah's Hatchie was sent off to Mamaloni. Sundowns also have a two yellow cards. They're both second half substitutes. It's been quite a fractious second half, in which about eight players have been booked already, I think. Wow. Um, both Gavin Hunt and Victor Mottamani getting very antsy on the touchline, but as you say, they're still leading one day or two that about three minutes before half time from Ben Monsuari, a brilliant header uh, from a cross from Fabrizio um, uh, Mieri. Well, according to the clock that I can watch here on the uh, on the uh, on the television, it's 84 minutes into the game, but uh, it does sound like it's been a rather fractious second half. Indeed, the substitutes are already being sent off owing to second yellow cards. But uh, what, as it stands, it would be Bitvest Fitz who leapfrog Sundowns into top spot in the standings, if I'm not mistaken, by a point with, uh, what, five games left to go for each of these sides. Sorry, if you don't mind repeating that, there's quite a noise here. Oh, I, w- I was saying, if, if, if my math serves me correctly, uh, if Bitvest Fitz hold on to this lead, they will leapfrog Sundowns to top spot in the standings, courtesy of Cape Town City's uh, failure to win earlier today as well, um, which, which would make things very interesting with the last five matches in the league season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Vitz would go top if they... Uh if they went tonight, uh, Cape Town would be beaten earlier by Larrysburg United. Um, so, yeah, this will go a point clear of, of uh, Sundowns at the top. They're two points behind as we stand, setting things up, as you say, very nicely. I think this and Sundowns would still both have one game at hand uh, on Cape Town City with those games to be played on Thursday. So by Thursday night, um, I think the team's going to play the same amount of games with, um, with five games to go in the season. 
Yeah, it's interesting that the matches that are coming up for uh, Bitless Bits and Mamelodi Sundowns, in fact, this week, they both play Orlando Pirates. And uh, Shell Yonafret was joking with me on Saturday night. He said, we will determine the league title race. And maybe there's something in that. I mean... Uh, you know, this is not quite a winner-takes-all match, but it is sig- significant, uh, I suppose, in determining the outcome of the title. Yeah, again, I'm sorry to add the noise. It's racked up here a couple of decibels, so you're going to have to repeat that. I was saying, the, uh, this is not quite a winner-takes-all match, but it is significant in determining the outcome of the Absa Premiership title, but also both sides playing Pirates this week. Yeah, I don't... Certainly both sides have to play Pirates. Um, Fitz have to play them on Thursday, Sundowns on Sunday. Uh, they've got some tricky fixes in there, both of them. I don't think whatever happens in this game is not, certainly not decisive, but it's a big win for Fitz because Sundowns had one. They really would look like they were pulling away. Jonty, I do want to ask you, from what you've seen tonight, who do you believe has the better team or the more promising team at this critical stage of the season? Um, it's very hard to tell. I think Richmond Sundowns have the best squad. Uh, certainly better than, you'd say, probably Cape Town City, or the Cape Town City have been on an incredible run. But you fancy what a beast do to do it. I mean, Kevin Hunt tries to play down Richmond's squad quality, but they really do have a strong squad. As strong a squad as I've seen a bit like have. And Sundowns are always full of talent and always, um, <clears throat> you know, have a, have always, always up there, uh, there and thereabouts with the squad power that they've got. The interesting to see Sundowns obviously also start their Champions League campaign um, while the season is still going on, so it'll be interesting to see if that has an effect. But I think uh, it's very, very hard to say um, which one of these two. I would still go for Sundowns because uh, in recent times they know how to win titles. They've been down this stretch. So I would still just go with them, but it's very tight. Yeah, I suppose in the last six months they've already won two continental titles as well, the Champions League and the CAF Super Cup. They are a dangerous team, but from a, from a South African perspective, John, so much has always been made of foreign coaches, but to see two local coaches battling it out like this, what, what do you think it means for the PSL in South African football? <laughs> I say, what do you think this means for, for local football when you consider this? these are two local coaches that are battling it out when, when so much is made of the, the foreign influence and foreign coaches? No, no, no. Well, I think it's, I mean, I think it's great for the local game. The guys like Pixel, Mastani, and Gavin Hunt are slugging it out. As you say, obviously, Cape Town City also with uh, Eric Pickler's coach, guys, Chiefs and Steve Coppella, they're all up there. Um, Supersport United, uh, perhaps the only one with an overseas coach in the top five. You know, back, uh, um, so yeah, I think it's fantastic. I think it's, it, it gives a lot of, uh, kudos to, to local coaches, um, you know, who are trying to make their way in the game. There is a tendency by some clubs, sometimes, to just go for a, a foreign coach, in my opinion, when, you know, they could, they could easily stick with, with a local coach. Uh, so it's, it's definitely, uh, it's a good thing out home and it's coaching. Um, yeah. Of course, Peter Mottomani has already coached the fight of a fighter. Many people think that Gavin Hunt should have his chance. Um, and he may still get it given that Safa appears to be over who they're going to be point. Yeah, that's just dragging out in a very unfortunate circumstance. But, John T, listen, I know time is against you and I know you're very pushed for time. So thank you very much for your time this evening. Go and enjoy the final sure. few minutes of this game. Thanks, Ray. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye-bye.
Anything can happen in the NetBank Cup. Is it the year of the soccer underdog or can a top dog score the 6 million rand treasure? Stay on side of the action with SABC Sport. The NetBank Cup. Stadium thrills and gold mouth spills. Kiona. Four months of football action. Catch it on SABC One and your favorite SABC radio stations. Brought to you by SABC Sport. It took decades for South Africa to have the constitution it has today. The least we can do is take a few seconds to understand it. Section 29 of the Bill of Rights states that everyone has the right to a basic education, including adult basic education, which the state, through reasonable measures, must make progressively available and accessible. SAFM, we can't put a price on our constitution. But we can remind you about its infinite worth. And that's what makes us South Africa's news and information leader. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Orlando Pirates now. And uh, Ayanda Thaba has been one of the uh, standout players for the uh, Buccaneers so far this season. But it does seem the uh, club is starting to turn around is, uh, in, in, in terms of the, the patch that they went through that uh, saw them suffer a couple of unkind defeats. Uh, but we've got Ayanda Thaba on the line. Uh, Ayanda, thanks for joining us. Uh, good to chat to you again. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks to, 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 to be in uh, the line. Let's talk about that win over the weekend. Uh, w- would you say you you you've turned the corner, or, or things are at least starting to uh, to look up after that disastrous spell? Yeah, no, things are starting to be okay. You know, since uh, the coaches uh, in the team, uh, we've won a couple of games. Uh, we two some, and I think we lost one or two. You know, so uh, things are coming okay. Yeah, I mean, Shell Yonabred has certainly had a, a, an impact. But had you ever heard of him before he was appointed coach of Pirates out of interest? Uh, not really, you know, because <laughs> uh, it was our first time hearing about him. And we just had to take it in and wait for him to be in South Africa. And then we wanted to see what kind of a person he is. And we, we had that he's in the club. And uh, he's someone who's... who's um, you know, open and free and who knows what he is doing. And uh, we are happy about it. And the guys are quite, you know, um, getting to him. And uh, we, are, we, are, we are happy, you know, as, as, as a team. Yeah, a, c- a couple of the guys were actually telling me that uh, it's, it's quite amazing because he, he doesn't tend to harp on the mistakes, but he rather tends to highlight the positives uh, a lot more than other coaches. Would, would you say that's a, a fair comment, a fair reflection? Yeah, I would say so, you know, because uh, he does not want to look in the past, but what is important is that we take an an each and every game as it comes, and whatever it is in the past, it's in the past, you know, so we have to look in the future, and we see uh, what we have done wrong, and we fix that, and then we move on, and that has turned out to be, you know, uh, quite good for, for the team, and the moral boost of the guys, you know, and that has been uh, keeping us going. Now, talk about looking ahead, uh, not looking back, but looking toward the future. Obviously, uh, two, two teams have already played, Bidvis, Vitz and Mamelodi Sundowns playing today. So a bit of a top-of-the-table clash going on uh, earlier today. And, of course, Cape Town City were in action. They lost out to uh, Maritzburg United in uh, what was another sort of top-of-the-table clash in a sense, but City losing out. 
But in, in terms of meeting these two teams, I, I spoke to Shulyun Vret on Saturday night after the uh, Chippy United result, and, and uh, he jokingly said to me that uh, Pirates will decide the outcome of the league, referring to the fact that your next two games are against Fritz and Sundowns. But uh, on a serious note, how significant are these matches for Pirates in terms of, of, of top eight ambitions, I wonder? Uh, they're very important, you know, because uh, they are two top uh, teams, and we are just looking for for three points, you know, because it's what we always looking for, you know, in, in our games, you know. So we know that uh, that's a tough fight, and we just mostly focused on ourselves more than the opponent, you know. So we're just taking things slowly, you know, and. We're just training hard, uh, preparing for them, and we know that um, Kevin Hunt is also, you know, uh, training his, his his own way and the team. But the most important thing is that we should look at ourselves and mostly focus on ourselves, and we see how we do because we've been playing, you know, good games, and we've been a bit consistent, and that has brought uh, brought a bit of stability in the team and. It's it's been keeping the guys going and the wings have been good, uh, a bit of close here and there, you know. But obviously, you know that once you draw, you're not happy about it. But at least you get a point and then you move on and then you see who you're facing uh, against uh, in the next game. And then just taking things slowly but surely. But then we are, we are getting there. Yeah, now you, you also, uh, you know, you, you spoke about the fact that uh, Univers is not really bothered by the past, but, you know, it has been a tough year, and uh, I suppose the 6 0 result against Sundowns was the low point, but the, the, the coach not having been there, uh, I suppose, helps him not be, be bothered about the past so much, but you know that this week you're going to be reminded plenty times of the 6 0 in the build up to, to Sunday's match against Sundowns, and I know you've got Vitz on Thursday to focus on first, but. Does that result, that 6 0 still plague you, or, or have you got it completely out of your minds? Have you, as a team and you, as an individual, managed to completely wipe that from your minds? Uh, you know, a lot of people have been talking about it, and it's, 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 it's been there in our minds, but then we told ourselves that, you know what, it, uh, it's, it's, it's part of football, and we shouldn't let that uh, disturb us in any way, you know, in terms of us being a top eight and then stabilizing ourselves. And cementing our place in the top eight because it's 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 very important now. So that we stay in the top eight, we we fight to be there, and then uh, we we see how things go. You know, because now we are left with uh, I think about five games to go, and a lot of people have been talking about it. And since that is coming up, um, we don't want that to bother us that much. You know, because uh, we did play them, we we lost six 0 it was not nice, but then uh, we we just you know wanted to push uh, along our games and not remind ourselves that you know what we we lost we lost. But what is important is that we're going to be facing them again. What is important is that we just have to continue fighting the way we've been fighting and winning our games. You know, because it's very important that we take each and every game as it comes. You know, so we're just waiting for Thursday. Facebook, and then we we look forward to facing Sundowns that uh, again on, on on Sunday. Yeah, the other thing that's been keeping you motivated, and certainly is, uh, Orlando Pirates have been looking very good in, is the Nedbank Cup. Obviously, and I mean you you played in the final last season, uh, but an opportunity against Golden Arrows to make your way through to the final again uh, in 2017. Uh, how's the Nedbank Cup run been for you, and certainly how's it impacted on Orlando Pirates' overall psyche? Uh, 
it's 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 been okay, you know, because uh, we've uh, faced uh, a, a lot of uh, good teams, and for us, it's it was like a moral boost, you know, because we played a couple of games, good games, and we won them, and now we're in the semi-finals, and we're going to play against Arrows in Devon, and for us, it's it, it's also good, you know, playing away from home. We, we always, you know, uh, work hard, grind results, and then we get them, and then we win, then we advance, you know. So we know that uh, arrows are a good side. Uh, we should not uh, undermine our opponents, you know, because uh, also then they, they've been uh, playing good football, you know. Uh, they won't be in the semifinals if uh, they're not good, a uh, good side, you know. So we just uh, have to focus uh, on ourselves. And then uh, we, we see how things go on the day, you know, because we may never talk about the past. You know, the past is the past, and then we we just uh, see how things go now in the present, you know, because talking about the past, it's, it's just history, you know. So what's important is what you do on the day, you know. So uh, for us, it's a moral boost, and we, we hope that uh, things go away, you know, because it's the only cup game that is left for us in the season, you know, to make out something out of it, you know, to say that at least you're in the final and yeah. you also want to lift the cup, you know, like um, anyone else, you know, because um, Super Sports are playing cheaper, so we just have to wait and see how things go between the two and then we just have to focus on ourselves and do the job and then if we go into the final and then it's 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 also good for, for, for the team and as players, you know, to say that at least now we are, we are, we are getting this slowly but surely. Yeah, well, an opportunity to finish the season on a high, certainly. Best of luck, uh, certainly for the remainder of the uh, league matches and indeed in the Nedbank Cup as well. Thanks for your time tonight. Thank you very much. CFL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Mike's Cape Town picked up a valuable three points when they beat Platinum Stars 2-0 in an absolute premiership tie at the Cape Town Stadium yesterday. Grant Mahlman and Duem Dabuka scored for the Urban Warriors in a convincing one that moves them further away from the relegation scrap. Ike's coach Stanley Menzer, though, is happy to pick up the three points. Yes, we knew it was uh, going to be a difficult, uh, difficult game with pressure. I think the, the team did well. We controlled the game. He scored a very good game, a uh, good goal, and in um, the first half we controlled, we created chances. Uh, I think our defense did very well, and didn't give anything away. It was only uh, waiting for that second goal and, and maybe a third goal. You know, as long as it's 1-0, one slip, one small mistake can be 1-1 and they are back in the game and we are maybe down. That stayed away. The second half they came as uh, we expected, but we keep controlling. And yeah, when the second goal went in, it was uh, a relief. And yeah, actually we had to score the third one and the fourth one as well. But yeah, I'm very glad with the performance of the team. And uh, yeah, as a club, we must be uh, can look a little bit up now instead of down now. The Dutch coach says he was a little surprised by the lack of impact made by Platinum Stars on the day as he expected a very different performance, but he says that it's also pleasing at how Ajax controlled the game and didn't allow their opponents into it. Yeah, I was very surprised. I, I saw a video against Polokwane, it was like uh, 100 kilometers per hour, it was uh, up and down and I was afraid for that because you know, it's, it's, uh, um, it's not our way of playing. 
a lot of transition, a lot of pressing, and I think that we uh, a lot of pace. I think that we controlled the game and controlled it and went in their 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 motion, and that uh, that was why I was afraid for that we went too much in their motion and then you come in their strength maybe or. or, or so um, that was a little bit the danger and the, and, the, and the fairness that I had, but yeah, they did well. And, uh. Benzo says he doesn't want to get too ahead of himself though, because if they can win their next few matches, a place in the top eight is attainable. You know, you, you the moment you, I won't say have a big mouth, but you speak too much, you get a lot of opposition. So sometimes you have to be smart and be on the backside and wait. And the moment you can take it, you have to take it. So yes, uh, um, again, we, we, we can look up now and yeah, if we can win uh, our next three games, it will be uh, great. But we still have to play them and yeah, it's, it's a better situation than uh, three, four weeks ago. And uh, let's enjoy that. And, and, and how do you stick them? Um, um, so no, no, nobody knows, but we look in upstairs. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Well, that's all we've got time for. I can confirm that Bitvestwitz are top of the Absa Premiership standings because they beat Sundowns by a goal to nil. Bongi Gwala is going to be up after the news with the talk shops. So don't go anywhere. But from the team tonight, sound engineers, I'm McClevey. Uh, Lutando Kova, producer, me, Dwayne DeLocker. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.